0: Welcome to the NetGroup Investments podcast channel, a collection of conversations where we share a variety of views and insights that investors care about. From market updates and investment fundamentals to investor behavior and even the latest book recommendations. This is a space to stay informed and interested in your financial world. I'm Thibish Greater. Today, we welcome Nick Andrew, head of Net Group Investments, who will share his insights into the value add of financial advice, specifically why it's often inadequately quantified, misunderstood, miscommunicated, and how advisors and investors can address this for their mutual benefit. A very warm welcome to you, Nick.
1: Thanks, Tumi. It's really great to be here.
0: Fantastic. It's the end of another quarter for the year of 2022 and as always time seems to be flying past us. Something I'm sure you're very well aware of with your daughter who finished school last year. Now we were chatting earlier and you mentioned that you had run a finishing school for your daughter and some friends and that after you introduced the financial chapter, one of the youngsters asked you a very pertinent question. Can you share that story with us? Because I think it's sets us up perfectly for our discussion today.
1: Yes, uh, I did run a kind of finishing program for my daughter and a few of her friends, and it really was a lot of fun. As a group of parents, we asked a couple of things. We said, what skills did we wish we had learned when we were 18, and something that could be mastered in a few hours. So we covered a range of topics, things like changing a car tire, basic first aid, braying, and a few simple handyman skills. Of course, there was a financial chapter as well. And this chapter focused on explaining that being successful from a financial perspective doesn't require great intelligence and isn't hugely complex. Instead, it requires a basic understanding of a few key concepts.
0: Nick, that actually sounds like a fantastic idea. I really wish that this was something that I'd had growing up and maybe this is something that, you know, schools
1: or learning institutions should, you know, should incorporate. Anyway, please carry on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it was great fun and I think we all learned quite a lot. But as I was finishing and talking through the basic financial concepts of successful investing, one of the teenagers raised their hands and they said, you know, Nick, if it all is so simple, why is there such a big financial industry? And, you know, I think it's a really pertinent question and it made me think a bit. And I think the answer is, there is such a big industry because the media has been incentivized to make investing seem exciting and dangerous. Because the financial services industry is often incentivized to make investing complex and uses unnecessary jargon. And most importantly, because we're all humans and we have emotions. And those emotions make it very difficult to stick to even the best intended plans. Mm, absolutely. And I guess that's really the
0: crux of what you refer to when you talk about advisors alpha, isn't it? The space between what investors understand conceptually and what they end up doing when it comes to managing their money. This is something you talk a lot about in that you believe that this is where the true value of advisors lies. Can you explain what you mean by this?
1: Sure, me This is very close to my heart and I think very important. Because we all know that good advisors play a vital role and can make a massive difference in people's lives. But interestingly, there are still quite big gaps between where clients believe the advisors add value and where they actually add value. And Morningstar did some fascinating research where they asked clients, what do they value from their advisors? And then they asked those same advisors where they thought their clients thought they added value. And there were some big gaps and those large gaps were quite instructive. So for example, clients valued much higher than advisors thought they would investment performance, an area that an advisor has very little control over, especially in the short term, as it's driven by external and often unpredictable market forces. Meanwhile, an area where an advisor can Materially add value for a client and which the advisor can control. For example, managing the inevitable emotions experienced along a client's investment journey, encouraging better habits, was an area that clients didn't really recognize or appreciate. So these communication and perception gaps, I think, are a real problem, especially when one's looking to develop a relationship based on trust. So essentially for me, there are four key roles that an advisor plays for their clients. They can help create for clients a sensible framework and then manage their emotions and behaviors to avoid the common pitfalls that often lead to detrimental financial outcomes. So those roles are, first of all, as a coach, as a teacher, as an implementer, and as a psychologist. When both the advisor and the client acknowledge and understand these different roles and the impact that they can have on positive long-term financial outcomes, I think there'll be a marked improvement both in the appreciation that clients have for the value advisors add and most importantly, in good client outcomes, which is the ultimate goal of our whole industry.
0: So the client wins and, you know, we all win. So it's about finding a way to communicate the value of the behavioral aspects of having an advisor instead of just focusing on the numbers. Now, can you briefly talk to us uh, about each role for
1: advisors that you've mentioned? Absolutely. You know, we need clients and advisors to realize even though some of these things are very difficult to quantify. The impact that they can have can be huge. Research has shown that this value add from implementing a simple cost-effective framework and then really, really importantly, helping clients to stick to it can add up to 3% of advisors' alpha per annum. Now, that might not sound like a big number, but it's actually a very, very material number over the long term. To elaborate... The first role of advisor is as coach, who makes sure we set goals and then holds us accountable. There's lots that goes into this, but simplistically, it involves creating a structure for clients by getting them to write down their goals, create a budget, and then make it as easy as possible to invest regularly. A good example would be using tools like debit orders. Think of it as a coach and a sportsman training for a specific sporting achievement or goal. So, the advisor must guide their clients towards their own specific financial goals. The second role of an advisor plays is as teacher. This includes helping clients understand key financial concepts. Things like compounding, the huge risk of inflation, the importance of the role of asset allocation, and making sure that you evaluate risk and performance over the appropriate timeframes and the massive, massive risk and impact of doing nothing and not investing at all. Far too many clients in general and young clients in particular do not invest sufficiently in risk or growth assets. The difference in return between this and cash may seem small in the short term but can be material over the medium term and absolutely life-changing over the long term. Then there's the role of Implementer, helping clients to take that all-important first step. There'll always be reasons to delay, always uncertainty on the horizon, and there'll always be ways that you could nuance or slightly improve the plan. But the key for advisors is to nudge their clients, who will be naturally anxious to take that first step. Part of this role as implementer is making sure that clients benefit from one of the very few free lunches in investing namely diversification the other is to be conscious of fees across the value chain and make sure that on behalf of their client that they are receiving good value and then finally and frankly the most importantly there is to play the role of psychologist this is where the magic really happens Here, the advisor's role is to prevent and counsel against some of the most common mistakes that derail even the best laid out investment plans. This means counseling and protecting against things like switching out of poor performance into recent good performance, making changes or decisions when your emotions are high at times of extreme market movement, and not getting sucked into what your neighbors are doing and the latest trends and speculation.
0: Sometimes you just need that individual to say you need to stay the course, stay invested. And it's a new way of looking at the client-advisor relationship. And I can see why you say that finding a way to clearly communicate this mutually beneficial relationship is so important.
1: Exactly. This is extremely important. Good advisors create a plan that aligns the client's values with their goals by playing the role of coach, teacher, and implementer. But great advisors also play that role of psychologist to make sure that the good plans are actually implemented and that distractions and key mistakes are avoided. But advisors who develop a simple, robust framework and help clients manage their behavior and their emotions, in my view, are worth their weight in absolute gold. Of course, though, doing the job is only one aspect of this. It is also crucial that advisors are able to clearly articulate to their clients how and where they are adding value. We've produced a book for advisors with a range of sketches in collaboration with the author of The Behaviour Gap, Carl Richards, which I hope will help advisors communicate this in an effective, fun and simple way. It's also an area where we're spending a lot of time on and we'll be producing a lot more content with the aim of assisting both advisors and investors to get their most out of their relationship.
0: Nick, thank you so much for your time today and, of course, just sharing your insights with us. You've certainly given us a lot to think about and made it so easy to understand the fundamental values of investing. Thank you so much for that. Again, that was Nick Andrew, Executive Head of NetGroup Investments. NetGroup Collective Investments is an authorised Collective Investments Scheme Manager in terms of the Collective Investments Schemes Control Act. NetGroup Investments does not provide advice on financial products and will only give you factual information. For further details on our funds and to view our terms and conditions, please visit netgroupinvestments.co.za. NetGroup Investments. See money differently.